0: Hi, I'm Beth.
1: And I'm Andrea.
0: We are bringing you the Real Moms Real Life Podcast, your guide to self-empowerment and taking on each day as your best self. This is episode number 44. After our weekly segments, we are going to talk about finding your tribe. Let us know if there are any topics you would like to hear. Don't forget, all the resources on this podcast are meant for information purposes only and not to be confused for medical advice or treatment. Welcome, Andrea. Thanks. How are you? I'm good. I think it's a little funny because we haven't recorded for about a week and a half and I've had amazing sleep every night except for last night. And of course. I'm pretty sure last time we recorded I was drinking like a matcha latte because I didn't have sleep that night. So something about recording.
1: Yeah, I feel like that's how it always is. Although right now it's like the opposite. It's like Oh, because we're recording, Remy's actually sleeping in past the time I have to wake up. So it is so painful waking up before Remy does.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't blame you. Yes, I also del- I already had a meeting this morning, and oh my gosh, um, yeah, yeah, three hours earlier, or th- I guess three hours later. No, yeah, later, three hours later, later. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be really rough if I was three hours earlier. Yeah. <laughs> but so, how how are things? How is life?
1: It's good. I went to Chicago last weekend and got to hang out with Dr. Erin and uh, meet her in person, which is really awesome, and a whole bunch of really just awesome, inspiring women who are just trying to do amazing things in this world. Um, so that was just really fun, and it was my first obviously weekend away from Remy too. So, um, and it went totally fine. Like he was, of course, totally fine for Adam. So that was Yay! good. <laughs> like slept great like didn't skip a beat like I went and got him so I got home late on Sunday night and um I went and got him Monday morning and I was like so excited to see him and he the first thing he's like "Dada!" and is like pointing to our room like he was like thanks like didn't want to see me like appreciate it I mean he did obviously but <laughs> i was expecting him to be way more excited than he was
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah i that is i remember that disappointment the first time i went away um but i'm so glad that he did well i know you were a little worried but
1: yeah and his sleep has still been pretty great i mean you know it's not perfect but it's like i mean he slept through the night last night so hey
0: i'll take it yeah definitely Um, I just realized that I said that this was episode 44. It's actually episode 45, so for people that got confused, I'm not going to change it in the intro because that's just too much work. Um, Yeah, But I have some news, and I'm pretty sure this airs like the day before – registration is going to close. I hope I think it airs in time, but I'm going to be running an infant massage course. So anyone local that's listening that has little babies, you should check out my website and sign up for my infant massage course if there's still spots left. I can't promise that. But um, if you follow me on social media or are on my mailing list, you already know about this. So that's my big plug to do that. But um, yeah, so I'm pretty excited. It's a little crazy getting everything together for it. But I, I did it so you know that's awesome okay. I wish I was local
1: well not that I have an infant but that sounds so cool like I always I wanted to do that when Remy was a baby but I couldn't really find anything convenient
0: <laughs> so
1: that sounds amazing
0: and what's your what's your website that people can go to? Uh, com.
1: just so they have it right now
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly in case you're like oh I'm gonna go exactly so, yeah. Mom will forget by the time they get to the end at least I would so <laughs> yeah definitely so do you have a real moment of the week this week
1: do i have a oh crap do i have one i came up with a tip go go, go yours
0: first I need all, right, to all right so my real mom moment is the yesterday i and now we're going to talk about finding our tribe today and so this is kind of all with that but I had started a walking club and I did that and then someone invited me to lunch and I did that and my daughter was with me the, my my baby was with me the whole time and then I picked up my one my older daughter from school and then we went to the farm so we were basically my little one was home for one like horizontal, I call them horizontal naps like naps in her crib versus either on me or in the in the stroller or car seat or that kind of thing But I didn't ever feed her at home. I fed her once very quickly at someone's house, but we were running out the door and it was like, get you a quick snack and let's go. So she didn't get really any full feedings in. And then I went out, there was a book club last night, so I went out to that, my husband gave her a bottle and put her down. So I just, she's been sleeping great. And then, yeah, I should have known after these quick little feedings all day, she was going to wake up at 2 a.m. and then 3 a.m. and 4 a.m. and 5 a.m. And then... She did sleep, and then I – she after, like, I fed her at 5, she did sleep. And then I had to wake up at, like – I had to be somewhere at 7.30, and I got up at 6.45 because I was going to sleep as late as possible. And um, didn't shower, just threw on my clothes, brushed my teeth, washed my face. I have a protein powder with my uh, prenatal in it. I dumped that in with some uh, coconut milk and ran out the door. Nice. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so that was sort of me, like – I It was worth it to have a, such a great socialization day for me, but I just need to be aware that if I have that kind of day and I'm going to be bringing my daughter, that maybe that's not the best thing to do the day before I have to get up early for a meeting. So just kind of being I, – I need to be mindful of that.
1: Yeah. That's, like, a great thing to be aware of because I feel like that's something that would be kind of easy to miss, you know? So that's awesome. I mean, it's cool that you recognize that. Um. My real mom moment of the week is sitting down to write my real mom moment and clearly getting distracted and not actually doing it. Um and I'm saying this because I do things like this like mom brain is seriously real and like I cannot like I opened up my computer this morning um, to get on this and I had my meal planner thing up that I use the real plans and like I never finished that either like I, I was trying to think like while you're talking I was like what the hell did I go do and I was like oh yeah I had to pee and then somehow in like going to pee I was like oh I should just get ready for bed now that I'm in the bathroom and then like I went in the room and started talking to Adam about something and then just not, clearly never came out to my computer so Um, I'm sure other moms have this experience where you go to do something and then instantly forget about something else.
0: (laughs) I'm going to make an aside to this because my husband had a real dad moment. He's Uh getting ready to take my daughter to this Halloween parade and he wanted his hat and he goes, Hey honey, can you, can you run upstairs? I think it's up there. There's just like a little black hat that I want to wear. And I say, you mean the one that's on your head already? <laughs> that's amazing! I love I it. Like that's totally me. I've been the person yeah. that I've been talking to someone on the phone, trying to leave the house, and I'm like, I can't find my phone.
1: Yes, that's like the worst. I said, like, "Where's my phone?" I feel like I said that to my sister, and she like hasn't caught on the fact that like you know what I mean. She's like, "I don't know where could it be." You know, like. <laughs> like yeah. Yes. Oh, that's great. <laughs>
0: Alright, so for tips of the week, my tip of the week is send the email or the text or the post or the something because, so that was sort of how I got this infant massage thing going because I've been wanting to do it and I was like, oh, well, I'll talk to the place that I want to host it at when I next see them and I said, no, once I just send the email, I can do it at 9 o'clock at night if I'm thinking about it right before bed and just send it. And yes, they're not going to get back to me then, And it, but it's there and it's in their court and you can just do it. The same thing we'll talk about you know, in getting together with people, send the text. Say like, hey, want to get a cup of coffee this Friday at this time? And you just just send it and the worst that can happen is, hey, sorry, I can't. Or you know what? No, this is not a good time or any of those things, but... Every time I've done that, I've gotten the response of, oh my gosh, I've been wanting to do this. This is wonderful. Like, I've never had a negative response by sending the, you know, if I'm hemming and hawing about something, I think yours a couple of weeks ago was make the big decision. Mine is just send the communication, start the communication.
1: I love that. That's great. And I feel like even as moms, it's like the whole, I go to send a text and get distracted halfway through. So like, yes, just send the freaking text. <laughs> I, I like that a lot. And make okay. it short. <laughs> yes. I have a question for you on that. Cause I'll, I'll say somewhere where I get hung up sometimes is if it, especially if it's, a, if it's an email, I don't care. I'll send that at one o'clock in the morning. But if it's on like messenger or text message, I get like, if it's, especially if it's late, if it's like past you know, like nine thirty, ten o'clock. I'm like, Ooh, am I going to wake them up? What if, and then like, part of me is like, that's their problem for having their sound on. But at the same time I do get like weird about that. Do you have thoughts
0: on that? Yeah. So I typically, now I did break this rule. I typically do not send texts. Don't do text or phone calls after 9 PM. That's sort of my cutoff. Um, And, like, I won't... If I'm, like, middle of the night nursing and I think of something, I won't do it then either. I will much more likely send an email. Just because I know that if somebody else gets up in the middle of the night to pee and they look at their phone, I don't want them to think about responding to that. So, it's more, like, not that... I think... I'm assuming most people know how to, like, silent their phone overnight. So, I'm letting them be on that. But... A text just feels so much more easy to respond. So if I want something that, you know, might not be so immediate, then I'll send an email and then usually definitely I would send text during the day. So, Mm
1: -hmm. yeah. Yeah. I don't – I put my phone on airplane mode at night, so I don't get anything. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. Um, My tip is to have, like, healthy – or, you know, relatively healthy um, snacks are like, just, like, dessert thingies. You know, like, treats. Easily available and, like, ready to go. Um, I got these co- things from Costco. They're, like, these, like, chocolate-covered banana slices. And they're so really freaking good. And I love them because they're, like, well, actually, I hate – when I open them, I was, like, oh, my God, this is so much packaging. So, like, I hate the amount of packaging. So, honestly, I don't know if I'll buy them again for that reason. But the convenience of them – I'll see. I'll just, I'll see what kind of mood I'm in, how environmentally friendly I'm feeling next time I'm at at Costco. Um, But like just having it like kind of prepackaged and there, it's like amazing how much I feel like it's helped me like have to think less about my mindful eating because as much as I love mindful eating and I'm obsessed with it and I teach everybody how to do it, like at the end of the day, it is the hardest time to do it. And it's tiring and sometimes You know, it is easy to just check out like you just cannot be perfect. Like you're not going to be mindfully eating every time. So it's just easy to have something that's like, okay, even if I'm not the most mindfully eating it, it's like not some huge quantity. It's really they were really freaking satisfying. And I don't really want more of them, actually, which is kind of rare sometimes for things I eat. Versus like my usual, like, Oh, let me just have a few chocolate chips. And then like, next thing I know I have like six handfuls later of chocolate chips. Cause there's no like end to them. <laughs> so um, whether it's buying something like that or making your own and just like packaging it in little like baggies to begin with. Um, I really love stuff in the freezer just because it's like extra effort to go into the freezer and get it. And then like, it has to kind of wait a little bit to melt. So you just have like a little bit more time. I've don't know. I've always find like, I really enjoy them because of that. So that's mine. <laughs>
0: I love it right now. I, my, my treat is I found the like yum earth brand candy corn and they're, they're like trick or treat or candy, but they're a little individual packet. So, you know, again, pack lots of packaging. So I'm trying to be more mindful of that. I'm not going to take like 80 packs a day because.
1: Yeah. Seriously. I
0: love it. All right. So we're going to move on to our topic for the week. And the topic is finding your tribe. And I wanted to talk about this because it's been really big in my life right now. And I feel like a lot of us struggle with this. There's sort of that, his, you know, historically there, we, you know, people used to live in tribal kind of communities. So people had access to family, friends, extended family all the time for a support system. And maybe your tribe... Is someone that you call when your child's sick from daycare and you need someone to go pick them up if you don't have family local or that kind of thing. But maybe your tribe is just your social connections, the people that you can share good times with, you can share hard times with, and sometimes just people that you can shoot the breeze with. So it's really important to begin to develop your tribe. Your tribe also does not have to be. 50 people. You don't need to have a big tribe. If you have a solid I'm going to say 2 to 3 people that you can really count on in your tribe and that can count on you, that <clears throat> excuse me, is much more efficient and effective and easy to manage than trying to keep a tribe of 10 to 15. And it's okay to have a tribe of 10 to 15, but within that you're probably going to have some relationships that are a little bit um, deeper than others so not that that's you know positive or negative but you know it, there's usually that realm of how much you know there's only so much time in the day and only so much time in the week so if you want to maintain relationships you can't do it with that many people does that make sense for kind of why yeah. you should have a tribe and no totally I feel is? like there's this yeah expectation
1: that like we're just raised with as as women and as moms and stuff that it's like oh you're kind of supposed to do everything by yourself and I think having it like that's just not true like that's not how it was like that's not how moms did it in the past so I agree it's so important and even if it's just like taking off the mental load you know even if you're like I don't have anyone local right now which we'll talk about but um yeah I think just having someone to talk to is great thanks yeah
0: Yeah, and that was a good segue because you talked about local, and and I'm going to say that it is important to have. You can have your deeper relationships be people that you call and talk to. You know, I say like my some of my closest friends live time zones away, so we call and we catch up, but it's not it's not a weekly thing. Like we try to try to be a monthly thing. It's sometimes a quarterly thing, and yes, I could call them. If something serious happened, I would call them, and they would they would talk to me in a in a heartbeat. But I was listening one of the Brené Brown books. I can't remember which one of the ones, but she was talking about the importance of having physical contact with people, and it doesn't necessarily have to be like embracing or it can be a high five a quick hug like a fist bump or something like that being able to have that actual physical connection can really help your emotional mindset and well-being so having some people that you do contact in person and I I mean I love these I mean, it's a love-hate relationship, but like the Facebook groups that have topics. So whether it's your area and motherhood, or whether it's your passion for nutrition and a group of people that talk about that, or if you want to be a writer and it's a writer group and and it's all online and there's a lot of communication, that's great. And I fully support that. And that's one of kind of my recommendations on where to, you know, how to start looking for a tribe and, but you need to somehow get some in-person contact. So in order to do that, you want to make sure that you know who you are and what you like to do. So one of the things that I had to do before I started to kind of find my own tribe was to figure out who I was because I didn't want to find a tribe pretending to be someone else. Right, because if you're finding a new tribe, it's kind of your your fresh your clean slate. It's the that that ability to sort of start over. And you might have lived in the same place for 20 years, but maybe it's you've lived there, and most of your friends have moved away, or maybe they're in different stages of life. Maybe they don't have kids, or you and you do, or maybe they have grown kids and you have newborns. Maybe your kids have left the house. Maybe you don't want kids, and you've it's just. There's there are reasons that all of a sudden we get to a place in our life whether we've moved to a new place we've reached a new stage of life or our friends have reached new stages of life that we need to find a new tribe and maybe our tribe was coworkers and we've left that job and and we now have new coworkers and there or maybe you're being an entrepreneur and you're sitting you know your try you can't really have your clients be your tribe that is. That's all kind of different reasons why you might need to find a new one. But before you do that, you want to figure out who you are. And I definitely recommend finding authors, speakers, that kind of thing, who who kind of speak to your soul, listen to some things. I know we've talked about Brene Brown. Um, I'm actually reading – you mentioned John Akef last week, and I found a book by him, and I'm loving it. And just – I feel like there's a book that the girls of the book club were talking about last night called You Are a Badass. I don't know who wrote that, but... Jen, Jen Sincero. <clears> yeah. I love that book. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, so so things like that, spending time to kind of like get yourself in your place before you make the leap is going to make you much more confident once you are going into that leap. Does that make sense?
1: It does, and I would say even like... I would kind of like preface that with if you're somebody who is like having trouble getting out there, obviously, if you're someone who's like, whatever, I just moved to a new city, and I've joined 62 meetup groups, because I'm an extrovert. And that's great. Like, that's cool. Like, you don't have to like do some like self journey. But if you're someone who's like been stuck, and like, haven't been putting yourself out there, like, and you're not really sure why I think that makes so much sense, because that might be like part of what's blocking you. Like, I know, for me, I'm like, that's like my hangup. Sometimes I'm like, well, like, what if I go and they don't really like, like the same things I like, or like, they start talking about something. And then I get like, all, like, oh, and then I'm gonna have to get like, like, it's gonna be a lot more work than it is fun, you know. Um, and I would also say that in doing that self work, like I would, I would encourage you to find your tribe, like, while you're doing that, because I find, Like, sometimes it's, like, when you start recognizing these things about yourself or, like, reading just other stuff, then when you go hang out with people, even if, like, they're a completely wrong tribe, like, I feel like it's much easier to recognize things or even recognize where you're, like, maybe, like, pretending to be someone you aren't, you know what I mean? It's, like, if you join a group and they start talking about, like, stuff and you're, like, oh, yeah, okay, now I kind of have to, like, pleasantly smile and, like, you know, because you don't want to be, like... You don't need to be unnecessarily rude, obviously, but it's like, oh, okay, yeah, these aren't my people. I think it's like easier to figure out why they aren't your people, um, when you've been doing the, yeah this kind of like self work and self reflection, if that makes sense. So it's like it's not like you have to truly cause, like I don't know, you know, I'm still on my own journey for like discovering myself. So it's not like you have to like figure out exactly who you are before you find your tribe. It just is like I think doing them together can be really helpful.
0: I 100% agree. And yes, I, I do think that if you are the kind of person that moves to a new place and immediately finds new people, and I have a girl that I know that, before she moved there, she already joined the Moms Club. She already had people to like contact, found same age. That's not me. So this, this episode may not be for you, but you're welcome to keep listening. And yes, I mean, I don't think that we know ourselves ever fully. I think it's a continuously a learning process. I mean, as a forever learner, I think part of learning yourself through throughout the lifespan is really important. So yes, I would say you don't necessarily need to know yourself, but you need to be willing to kind of take into account all of the different things that we've talked about, about being mindful of who you are, what your personality might be, and just being aware of how you feel in search, certain situations so you, like you said if you go and you talk and you're like oh this doesn't feel right then maybe that's not the right group of people for you or maybe that doesn't quite work out in the way and and it's really easy to get discouraged when that happens but stick with it and and keep trying so yeah that's what i want to say about that
1: yeah i think the more mindful you are too, the more you can tease out what you don't like about a situation. So like I went on a, a I like joined this one group and I did a hike with them and I overall like didn't love the experience. Like I didn't sign up to go with them again because one of the kid I was in Remy was like five months old and everyone had like two or three year olds, So it was like impossible to have any type of conversation. Um, the like the moms were I felt like they were very overprotective. like they wouldn't just like we were on like a very like safe easy hiking trail that was like very clearly marked and like was a loop okay like it was not you know anything where they're gonna run off into the woods and be eaten by a bear and and it was like they just like wouldn't let them like run ahead a little bit it was always like oh my god they've gone 10, 10 feet ahead like stop, you know, careful. Don't touch that leaf. Don't touch that. You know what I mean? And I was like, oh my gosh, we're in nature. Like let your kid do what the hell they want, which is my opinion, you know? And, and so that made me uneasy. And then like, I felt like we'd stopped like three times in less than an hour for like snacks, which that's a different conversation, but I have an issue with kids having snacks all the time, um, for their own stuff. And, and because of that at the time, you know, with Remy being new and I really not having my tribe, I was like, I don't like these women. And looking back on it now, because I was not really mindful in that time and I didn't sign up for them. One of the women I've now run into a few times locally and I'm like friends with her on Facebook and we actually have, like, I love her. Like she is such an amazing person. And like, I don't know, I just like, I'm like, oh my gosh, like we can have like these really deep conversations And it's, like, I kind of missed out on that because of these, like, really surface things that I didn't love. So, it's, like, maybe I'm not great hanging out with them at, like, toddler time. But, like, this is a mom that I would love to go and have, like, coffee with without kids. You know what I mean? Like, I don't think – yeah, like, it's hard. She's got, like, three, like, very rambunctious boys. So, it's very hard to have, like, mom conversation, you know, like, while we're at a play date. But – does that make sense? Sorry, I feel like I'm going on a tangent, but no, like, it's like,
0: no, that's perfect. And yeah. and I like, I was like, oh, <laughs> I, I knew what I was going to say when you were telling the story, but then you got there on your own, so that was, oh, yeah, <laughs> exactly right. And I would also say too, like on to build on that, if you go on an event like that and it doesn't work out, try one more, and then your expectations are different. You know, when you go in and you're thinking it's going to be one way, and then it's not then you're all thrown off and you're sort of out of sorts and it was your first time there. So you were nervous anyway. Well, try a second time because mm-hmm. that second time you may meet someone new. Maybe the second time there will be someone else that it's wearing a baby as well and not just chasing the toddlers. So it's definitely important to, to kind of look into yourself. And the other thing that I wanted to add is you don't have to do everything the same. You just need one thing in common. Um, It was actually, oh, gosh, this bitty baby book that my daughter got with her American Girl doll, like, bitty baby thing, and it was saying, you know, best friends don't have to like everything the same. They just have to have something in common. So, for the most part, you know, this is a mom's podcast, so pretty much, if you're going to go with moms, you can talk about being a mom. You don't necessarily have to see eye to eye on things. You can just... You talk about the struggles of being a mom, the things you love about being a mom. Just, you know, either talk trash on or praise your own kid. And you can usually find something relatable to talk about. That's not the case, you know. Maybe you can find something work-wise or hobby-wise or something along those lines. And usually there's multiple things that you can find. But I always find, we call it parent bonding. My husband and I realized that there were people that we, like even family members that we just couldn't talk to as well. And then they had kids and we had kids. It was like immediate bonding because we can now talk about being a parent. We can, almost everybody and not, I mean, some of the you lucky few out there don't, you know, have all full nights of sleep, but like almost everyone could talk about lack of sleep at some point in parenthood, you know? And that's a great starting point, you know? Let's Let's thrive in our struggle together and how we got through it or didn't get through it or what have you. So yeah, I think that... Yes, you can go and be prepared to, you know, not have it meet your expectations and then try again. So I want to kind of go into the kind of where to look. So where do you find these things? So I, there's a plenty of options out there that you can pay for. And some of them I love, and some of them, you know, it's hard because most of them are different branches. So for me to say, you know, this one here isn't as good as there, you gotta look in your area. So, and I'll link to a couple of the ones that are possibilities that, depending on the branch leaders or the instructors or what have you, are can be good or not good. It, and a lot of it also depends on the parents that join. So, if you might say, like someone in Delaware has. A group, let's say, hike a baby that they don't like, but maybe the one in Pennsylvania is great or that kind of thing. So I like um, telling people about hike a baby. That's like $10 a year to join. So it's not, it doesn't completely break the bank, but um, they also have scholarships if that's not within your budget. Stroller Strides is like a mom's fitness group, which is usually significantly more expensive. It's more like a gym membership, but they do workouts, moms like playdates, moms nights, things like that. There are mops clubs, moms of preschoolers groups that are typically free. There's the, like the moms clubs organization, which is really geared towards part-time or stay-at-home moms, not full-time moms. There is um Fa- just regular Facebook groups. And, like, what I do is I type in my town and I write, like, mom after it. I'll write, like, Westchester moms. And guess what? Four different groups came up. There was a working moms. There was just a regular Westchester moms. There was a weekly walking moms. There was there was all these groups that came up. So I really like Facebook for that. And then let's say you don't have any of that in your area. I can guarantee you someone else wants it. You know, so if there isn't a Facebook group for moms in your town, start one and you just do it. And if you know, you know, if you don't know anyone, you post it out, somebody is searching for it and you will get people to join. Um, so I did that with a couple different groups. a working one and then just a regular mom's one. And we had book club with it. It was my first time with them. And the woman that started it, She was there last night. And there's now 600 members of this Westchester PA Moms Facebook group. You've got people like me who have a three-month-old. And there's, like, a girl in there who's got a six- or seven-week-old. To kids that have people that have, like, 19- and 20-year-olds. So it's the whole gambit. And then um, once you have that group, then you can see what kind of events they do. So that's when you need to sort of start to get some of those in-person kinds of things so let's say they're not doing anything in person but maybe you need something so I did two things one is I started a a walking club and I specifically I ran into that same sort of dilemma with the one group which I loved when I had a toddler for like the toddler hikes but I didn't want to go on a hike with toddlers with my baby. I wanted to go on a walk for me. So I posted in this and this other just Westchester Moms group, hey, I'm going to this park at this time. I'm going to have my baby in a stroller, and I'm going to walk. If anyone wants to join me, sounds good. First week, someone said she was coming, but then had to cancel last minute. Second week, someone came. We got along great. She had a seven-week-old We talked the whole time. There's like a little loop. It's eight tenths of a mile. We went around twice. And then we just sat and chatted while we nursed the babies. Third week, I had three each. That woman came back, and then the other, and two other moms joined in. So all I had to do, you know, there were people that were interested that, okay, the first week they just couldn't make it. Maybe the second week. But as it starts to go, it's like, oh, you know what? I'll do that. And then someone else brings their friend. And then what happened yesterday is the one woman that had come the the second week, she said, oh, you know what? I'm going to lunch with some of my old coworkers. Do you want to join me? So I said, sure, why not? And I just, I went. And I ended up baby started to get fussy. And I was like, I got to get this kid home for something like for a horizontal nap. So I just said, you know what, I've had a wonderful time. They all had kids there. I've had a great time. I'm just gonna pay. And I'm gonna head out because I got to get her home. And it was no big deal. Because hey, they're all moms. So they just, they knew. So that was really nice. And then the one group has this book club, because I think it's important to have Both interactions where you can bring your child and and have child and parent interaction, but I think it's even more important to have just like a mom's night out or just parent interaction without kids, and that can be a lot harder to find, especially if you're an only parent, a single parent. Uh, if you're working hours or maybe you're a night shift nurse and you work seven to you know seven to seven and you're not available and everyone else is getting together with just the you know adults but i do think it's important and it doesn't have to be monthly it could be quarterly and find out what you enjoy the first like mom's night i went to was at a bar and it was so loud that i could barely talk like Hearing people was hard, and that was really difficult for me. But then the book club was at someone's house, and it was awesome. I talked to all these different people. We talked like 15 minutes about the book. But I was there for two and a half hours just getting to know new people and just talking about different things. I was – um Even like from a business perspective, I started to make business connections and then just people connections. And it felt so good to the point where I had to like wind down, talk to my husband about it. And I had trouble falling asleep because I was so revved up and so excited from the event. But that was okay. It's not like this is an everyday thing. This is once a month of this book club and I'm going to be riding the high from that socialization for quite some time.
1: I love that. And I love that you're just trying all different things. I think that's so important and that you were like, you know, weren't like, oh, I tried it once and then no one joined or no one came because that's, it's really easy to do. Like I totally did that early on with Remy. Like I was in a thing and the meetups were never at times I could do. So I made my own and no one came and I was like, oh, no one wants to come. And then I just like didn't do it again. I also got busy, but like, that's, you know, my excuse. Like I could have totally done it. So it's just like I love that you were persistent about that. And, you know, yeah, I think that's really, really great. And just try different things, figure out who you click with and and which environments you love. And um the other suggestion on Facebook, I found when I was certain this is like so stupid because I think Facebook search is terrible. When I was searching, I actually really had trouble finding mom's groups in my town and in my city. And I was like, this makes no sense because I live in a fairly large populated place. And I ended up finding there's like all these ones that for whatever reason, even though it like has my city name and the word mom and it did not come up in the search. Um, I ended up posting in like the the like it's kind of like rented community resources. Like it's like the big Facebook group of Renton, you know, of my town. So it's like of everyone like, Hey, what are Facebook groups? Hey, who are their moms? And I got like a whole bunch of responses from that. Cause sometimes Facebook can just be hard to search. Um, so don't let that like discourage you. And then, um, I'm not sure if you mentioned it, but meetup too, can be a great place. Um, there was some that were kind of like hidden on meetup, um, like they didn't really have active Facebook groups, but they had active meetup groups where they had all their stuff listed and whatnot. And most of those will give like a month free, you know, most of them are like 25 bucks a year and they'll give like a month free trial. So you can like see the calendar and see if they work out for you and things like that.
0: Yes. I forgot about meetup. I do. I look a lot. I feel like I've been striking out since meetups now charging to use their service, I believe. So Oh, they, oh, they aren't. No, they're not. Okay. Maybe it's for just larger organizations.
1: Yeah, I mean, some, or like, so groups within, I mean, unless something's changed, but I mean, I think I was just on there, like, pretty darn recently, like, a couple weeks ago, um, the, some, some meetup groups can charge you, so you can, you might have to pay to be a member of a meetup group, but, like, meetup itself should still be free, as far as I know. Um, okay. Yeah. Unless starting one costs something. But I can't – I kind of, like, defeats the whole purpose. I,
0: well, no. Well, that's why I was – have been using it less because a few hmm. years ago I know that, like, one of the groups I was following, they were like, oh, you know, we're going to transition. We're no longer going to use Meetup anymore because they're now going to charge groups a fee, oh. which is why they tend to – I mean, and most of the time a lot of the – like, there was a book club – on a local meetup group and they just asked everybody to donate a couple bucks to cover the annual fee and that was it it was like hey you know if you come to these events you know give a dollar to this person and that'll cover the annual fee it's not that or you know they want to steal someone's money but it's hey if somebody's putting out the money to do it then you know we don't want to buy friends here we're not we're not buy, paying for friends it's just let's do this some some have better avenues than other and sometimes depending on your area you might need to make a little bit of a monetary investment to get into a group but there should be some options that you don't have to and if if there aren't then start your own. And I will say yes, the search on Facebook does not seem to work right. I do like sometimes they'll like once you do find a group, there'll be recommended groups. There's usually some good ones in there. Um, and then oh, I had another comment that I thought of while we we're you talking. It is when you if you plan an event, plan it in a way that you are okay if no one shows up. So the first event that I planned was at this preserve that is pretty isolated, that I did not want to be hiking by myself with my baby without anyone else. I mean, it's the middle of the day. Sure, it's probably fine, but I just wasn't as comfortable with it because there's no one there. I mean, not just from a safety perspective, but what if something happened to me or something like that, like, and I had no one there, if I tripped and fell and just... Make sure that, so instead, I planned it at this playground that there's a walking path around, and there's always people there, like lots of people, people with dogs, people with kids. It's just, I've never been there. I mean, I haven't been there in the pouring rain because I don't really want to take my newborn out in the pouring rain. But otherwise, there's always someone walking there, and there's always someone there. So if there was an emergency, I could shout for help, and someone is, you know, there's always at least two or three other cars in the parking lot. So I would say that... Plan, Bring your headphones. Like if it's a walk or something like that, bring your headphones. Bring something to do if no one shows up and be okay with that. And it may be a couple of weeks, but if you keep having it and, you know, especially if you have people like, oh, I'd want to come, but I can't make this week. Well, you know, give them the opportunity or say, hey, which day would be better for you? Can we, can we switch it to do this day or, you know, yeah. kind of play around with that.
1: No, that's great. And then the, uh, another place to look is local libraries. Ours have um, like toddler reading times and toddler play times. Um, like I think it's like once, once a month or something like that. And then community centers, it, or the ones around here, all have like toddler play times. It's like from like 8 to noon or something. And it's like cost like a dollar to get in. And you don't have to be a member or a resident of that city um it's like you can go to any city so if you know maybe you're in like a little rural town but you have like a city that's not too far check their community center and i found at least the ones around here like if that information isn't readily available but that's where like getting into these facebook groups and things like that um are helpful or just call up the center um because i definitely wouldn't have come up with that like in my searches i never came up with that but someone was posting about it um and they just like i have all these toys that toddlers can use and it's just like a big play area so there's all kinds of things. They just are sometimes hidden and unnecessarily hard to find.
0: <laughs> yeah. And we'll link to a, a bunch of the ones that we like the main, like, I'm going to say the, like the i S I'm not, I was going to say global and I was like, no, this isn't global, but the, <laughs> like the main pages that you can like put in your zip codes or that kind of thing. To a lot of these or just have a list so that you don't if you're in the car and you want to write some of this down, it'll be in the show notes so that you can easily access that because we want you all to to find your tribe. Do you have anything else to add? I know this is getting a long to be a long episode today. I do not. All right. Well that's a wrap. Thank you so much for joining us today. We are going to be talking about sleep next week. We have a sleep consultant coming on the show. And there, please, 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 if you can ask us, if you want to ask any questions, uh, send them. I'm going to be posting about a week before we do the um, interview with her, I'm going to be posting on my Instagram of how to ask a call for questions. So please stay in touch for that. And you can find me, Beth, at Pizza of Real Eats and Andrea at Dr. Andrea Moore on Instagram and Facebook. Please subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss an episode and write us a review. Show notes for this episode and all podcast related information can be found at com.